Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Wendley, and you guys know what I'm going to say. I'm so excited for my guest today, <laughs> Katie, it's McIntyre, but it's Katie Mac Wellness, right? You got it. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. Uh, you guys, this is a beautiful, amazing soul. I'm just going to go right out of the gate because I loved her Instagram post today. Like right before we started this podcast, I saw her Instagram post and I was like, oh, I can't wait to chat with you today. So follow her on Instagram right now. What is your Instagram handle? It's Katie Mac Wellness. Yay. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So everybody stop what you're doing right now and go follow her because it's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Okay, so. Tell us about Katie Mac Wellness. Well, Katie Mac Wellness is evolved. It used to be mind body. And that's really the root of it is working with through a wellness lens that incorporates bringing coherence into your mind and body. And so Katie Mac Wellness kind of extended its branches into really talking about mind, body, heart and breath. And the, the importance, that. yeah, of those four as your wellness filter, if you will. Right. I like to say, you know, I'm in perfect alignment, mind, body, and soul. Like, I don't feel like I'm working unless I'm in alignment with all of those. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times we work on the body, like the physical aspects, like, oh, I want to look good. I want to look good. I want to look good. But how's that mind? How's that soul? Right. Yeah. And for years I tried to lose 10 pounds and I don't think it was possible until my mind and my soul were rolling and then the body fell into place. So I love that you do mind, body, soul, and breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, that wonderful thing of breathing that is absolutely free. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> you get to indulge in it whenever you want. Right. So tell us a little bit. For those listeners who are like breath work, what in the heck are we talking about? Is breathing. We all breathe. So Right. You know, there still are a lot of people that would react that way, but you know, in the last year alone, breathwork has really blown up as a go-to healing modality, not only because of the coronavirus and the anxiety and the stress around it, but in the awareness of the respiratory as it began, right? But also as that way of getting sinking into the body quickly. You know, a lot of people have difficulty meditating and, and 
they have to work on it and practice it. With breath work, it's a direct access to your nervous system. So you could just, you can do this, 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 a minute here, a minute there, uh, 60 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, you can indulge in getting really into your nervous system to reprogram it within moments and create a different state for yourself. And I think that's really important as we face the challenges that this past year has brought up for so many people in different ways. So I think there is a lot of people that even if they haven't heard of breath work can definitely resonate with that over desire to calm the breath and to breathe fully and deeply to be more respectful of how their nervous system is processing everything. Right. Right. So, and look, we've heard it. Everybody, everybody listening has heard someone say, just breathe, just breathe, calm down, just breathe. And I know this is crazy and I'll be interested to hear your take on this. But I actually was on one of my podcasts and we were chatting and talking about breathing and stuff. And he was like, you know, it's like people that smoke. What do they essentially need when they're so, I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. I need a cigarette. I'm so mad. I need a cigarette. What do they really need to breathe? You know, of course, they're taking in the awful things of Mm -hmm. cigarettes, but essentially they're taking in a deep breath. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Like, my mind was like blown on that. I was like, <laughs> and I, hey, I, I used to smoke back in the day, right? So who knew? I just needed to learn how to breathe. Yeah. They have devices that are shaped like a cigarette that you pull in through so that you can access the lower portion of your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need to stockpile those and give them out to people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of techniques yeah, to get that. But, you know, there's techniques and there's different schools of breathwork. So breathwork is a general term. And surprisingly enough, when I meet with people and, and I have the conversation directly about breath, a lot of people actually do not breathe well. And they think they do. And, and this is... This is a testament really to our society and how come we don't contribute to that knowledge from day one. (laughs) Right. It's the belly breathing and then the breathing. I know a lot of people breathe like in their chest. I have some friends that are pretty avid in Pilates and I don't know if that's because they're always engaging their core, but they can't do the full belly breathing. It's like wild to me. And I had my acupuncturist years ago, probably five years ago, because she was like, put your hand on your on your belly. And she was trying to get me, you know, to learn to breathe, just to breathe. I mean, we all breathe, right? That's how we stay alive. But she was teaching me how to breathe through the belly, you know, like do a good belly breathing. And then she told me to go and breathe like your dogs, like to go. And so I would go home and I would put my hand on Duke's belly, on my dog's belly. And I would breathe with him. It was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. So I learned, I learned a lot from my dogs and breathing. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And one thing that you'll see with the dogs is that the exhale, the exhale is very restricted for a lot of people. They don't actually like have the rebound effect in their exhale. It's either controlled, forced. It's not a full elastic, just let go. And so the exhale is super important for the rhythm of the breath, as well as the efficiency of transfusing 
carbon dioxide and oxygen, you know, like that reverb in the body is super important to every time you're breathing, you're not just working, you're surrendering right after you're letting go right after. And that process is super important for our body to go through naturally without forcing it or controlling it. And because people's postures throughout the day, or even if you work out hardcore, you're a runner and your mouth is open and all these different things that you're doing, you're not getting to the back breath the lower portion of the breath in the back, you're just thinking front, front, front. All of those things will affect the reverb on the, on the exhale and make more of, of a bad pattern get worse in, in, in terms of now it's entering your psychology. Now you feel overwhelmed all the time. Now you feel like nothing's ever enough. You're feeling that you can't do something. You're feeling exhausted and you feel like uh, I'm a loser or whatever comes from that exhaustion, right? Oh, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and then the psychology happens because of the breathing rhythm. That's wild. <laughs> Yeah, I can get you and all of that stress and anxiety and all of that anger and frustration and God, 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 I can fix you in a breathwork session. Yeah. Oh, and you know, I guess like when I talk about breathwork with people who are like, what in the heck? A lot of people have kind of somehow heard of Wim Hof, right? Mm-hmm. The crazy ice guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that kind of can lead you into like, being more familiarized with, I guess, breath work. Yeah, yeah, he's... Because uh, I, that's how I found out about it. And then I did a breath work session through a video, t- or a, it was on like a Zoom, I guess we could say, during COVID. And then I did some breath work with you and I was just like, I'm like, did that just happen? And I was just breathing. Like, I just have a massive breakthrough. And did I just realize this? And did I just realize all of this from breathing? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, it it blows my mind. It's so incredible. It's like magical part of what we can all do. And I feel like it's the topic is never talked about, really. No, still, I mean, even if I tell you to go breathe, no. (laughs) Yeah. Or or most people associate breathing with yoga, which is a great practice, but there's also breathing so that it doesn't go to your muscles. You're not actively moving. There's also breathing where it just goes to your brain or your intestines or your glands. You know, there's also breathing for when you're sleeping. How do you improve that? You know, there's tons of different techniques that you can do so that you end up healing, you know, your sinuses and your, and your, your throat so that they can receive air better, you know, and you can optimize your whole way of functioning by just being able to sleep with your mouth closed and exercise with your mouth closed. <laughs> like you produce nitric oxide differently, which makes you happy. <laughs> yeah. I've heard people taping their mouth shut because they snore or what? <laughs> yes. Those that are listening and they're like, okay, I've never heard of breath work. What are these girls talking about? Where do you get started? Like, what do you do for the people that are honestly like, Oh, this sounds really interesting. What do I do? Yes. So, Right now, there are many great instructors and facilitators 
in the world. So where do you start? You could, like anything, start typing in and see which one you resonate with, right? If you want more of a personal approach to making sure you fix mechanics and fix the efficiency of your breath on a daily basis so that you have long-term effects that help with chronic pain and high blood pressure and sleep apnea and and asthma and, and any of these things that have been around for a long time, you want to seek somebody that will actually work with you to restructure your breathing mechanism, right? And then, so you want to find someone that's doing that. Not all the facilitators in the world are privately working with people to restructure their breathing mechanics. So that's one facet of optimally breathing better. If you're an athlete and you want to perform better, maybe you have ADHD and you want to focus better, you know, all of these things can be really altered through fixing your breathing mechanisms. So that's one category. And then there's which you said that you've experienced is like joining spaces to just be with your breath and being open to different facilitator styles and techniques and just starting to try them, fitting them in your schedule so that you start to take some time to start getting the idea what is it that my breath can do for me and what is the space that I experience with it. And if you feel like you need more of a coach than just joining these things online and these different programs that people are offering, then you look for somebody that's in their structure and their business is coaching people to breathe efficiently and just tailor. I do both. So people work with me one-on-one and they join my group sessions. And when they join my group sessions, I'm always reaching out to make sure that um, they've gotten the support that they need because the, the type, one of the types of healing that I do with breath work is a continuous conscious breath for an extended period of time. And that puts your nervous system into a whole different state that can seem ungrounding because you're not normally experiencing that state. When people say you get high on your own supply, you know, like Wim Hof says, it's because we are accessing this response in your body that it triggers different reactions and feelings and different ways of seeing like different consciousness, altered states of consciousness. And so it's very important for me as a practitioner that I ground people and feel, allow them to feel supported so that they can continue working through whatever it is that they're working through at that time with their breath, because I do see breath as medicine in that way. And so I offer what I call the transform sessions, which are those where you're going and using your breath to help transform and let go and restructure yourself in an energetic way and a consciousness way. And then I also have an expand session, which is teaching how to measure your breath, how to open your breath daily, how to know how to improve what category for yourself specifically, and then also learning different techniques that you can use for different reasons. So Mm. I love both. And then I also work with people, like I said, one-on-one so that they get mentoring and coaching to really use their breath to empower them and shift perspectives and and feel more aligned with themselves while they're doing their thing you know right and it's like we spoke a little bit I always talk before I I hit record and it's like oh shoot I need to just start recording right from the get-go but we're talking about like breath is something that we all do every day all day that's how we stay alive 
it's free and we're not using it properly and we're not like taking full advantage of what we have inside of us. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything's been tra- like trained or shown it's outside, you know, you need a doctor, you go see a doctor, you outside, you need supplements or outside. You need to like, like we have a lot of resources inside a lot. Yeah. We're, we're made very beautifully. And I'll tell you, so my first experience was with Wim Hof at Tony Robbins event. And, you know, I was like, what in the heck? But then you're doing it and you're like, oh, I can't hold my breath that long. But then when you do it and I can hear him, you know, the fully in. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I'll never do this. And then whammo, you're like, holy shit, did I just do that? And then I did breath work with someone else and I was like, not really convulsing, but like I was cinched up and I was like a little panicky, but then they're like talking you through it. You know, he was talking us through it. Like, don't get panicked. And I'm like, oh my God, like, did that just happen? I was only breathing. And then I did some beautiful sessions with you and it was in a group environment on Zoom. And it was amazing. And we, they were what, 30, 45 minute maybe sessions. And Mm -hmm. We would always chat afterwards and everybody was just like, oh my gosh, this is what I experienced. Or, oh my gosh, this is what I felt from it. Oh, it's just so incredible. It's just so incredible. Breath work. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we can all, everyone in the world can only relate in one thing. Like religion can be divided. Cultures can be divided. You know, they could be segmented in different various. One thing we all have in common, breath. If we want to unite, join in breath work. Right. We just need to learn how to do it properly and to use it to our advantage. Yeah. And then we work with each other in the same way, properly and use it to our advantage. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. it. So what got you into this Katie Mack wellness and this breath work and just wanting to be an alignment, mind, body, soul, and breath. It happened at a very young age. Yeah, my mom had multiple sclerosis and she started to stop walking around the time that I was five. And I was just super fascinated. I was like, how, how does that work? And I had so many questions and Multiple sclerosis being something that is a, a syndrome. We, they, they didn't know how you got it. They don't know how to cure it. It sparked my interest even more. So wow. all along my journey, I just had questions. Well, how does the body work then? And how can it not work? And, and so as I grew in my field, you know, I was always good at anatomy and biology and chemistry and physics. And just, I went to go into pre-med and I realized that that system, I started, I was older then, right? And I saw that system isn't really healthy, how they make doctors. So I got out of pre-med, I went into sports med and I loved being more hands-on and I loved rehab. I loved healing people and seeing them get out and like play faster was like a great joy of mine. And then being in sports medicine, I realized people were putting their sport over their bodies and their like lifelong health. And I was like, that doesn't work for me either. (laughs) (laughs) So So then I started to look at more philosophy and the way 
to view health. And I went into Chinese medicine and, and I looked at Arabics and shamanism and, and I just was so intrigued by how there's these different ways of working with medicine, homeopathy and naturopathy. And, and I love Western medicine too. I mean, uh, it's say it's incredible. So I was just always like, Oh, there are, cause I guess when I was young and, and I was told that there was no cure for multiple sclerosis, I guess I didn't really believe that. <laughs> Just it was like, how can nothing have a cure? That doesn't make any sense. No, and- I know. It is <laughs> especially in this day and age when people will go to the hospital for a certain thing and you're like, well, what did they say? And they're like, they don't know. I'm like, what do you mean they don't know? How do you mean you <laughs> You know, and then you dive deep enough into how we're made. And I, I guess I got proven to myself, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like it's, there are other actors alternatives there are ways and there are ways to deeply heal there are ways to deeply restructure anything and you hear the stories you hear Dr. Joe Dispenza and how he rebuilt his nervous system you know you hear people that uh, sit in a circle around monks and they heal their cancer in 20 minutes you know you I've seen a person take their hands into somebody's body take something out and then close up the body with their bare hands like like, so the extent of what is possible really is only limited by our minds and our belief in the possibility of life and so I ventured into learning core belief engineering and breath work based on that understanding. And I wanted to be in that field of really re-engineering belief systems held in the subconscious so that the mind can be unlimited in its potential. Therefore, the body can respond to its unlimitedness and be shaped as it was naturally meant to be shaped as a human being and its amazingness and how it was made. And, you know, you can't get to the system inside without getting to the breath because the breath affects every system in your being. And so that's how I landed on those two. Wow. And especially right now, like, I don't know why this is just hitting me, but right now with COVID, right? The respiratory illness, right? It's not a disease, right? No, but they're wondering, I guess what I understand is, also happy neurologically. So it's not even considered respiratory anymore. And so there's all these different things that come from COVID, right? Like different symptoms that are blowing our minds to like a variant. And this person, this had to be in a coma. And like, how come this person was fine? Like it's, yeah. This person was 30 and they almost died and she's still having effects six months later. And then there was this person who was 87. You know, it's wild. But for me, it has taken my health to a whole nother level. I've really stepped up my health and wellness game overall. I already, you know, worked. You just just gave me goosebumps, by the way. (laughs) Did I? Whole, my whole body just said, wow, there's some real truth there. <laughs> and that's so great. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, some people, you know, will just be like, oh gosh, here she goes on her, whatever, you know, with her stuff. And they believe in certain things and other people believe in other certain things, but like, it's not going to hurt you to breathe properly. 
You know? Right. Yeah. Like, it's not do any damage. Still take your medicine or go to your doctor or do whatever, but try this out. And the things that I've tried this out have just been like, aha to me. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, sleeping, for instance, and I know I've spoken to you, you probably don't remember, but about sleeping, I have been on sleeping pills for 10 years now. And certainly for the past five years, I've really been wanting to get off of a sleeping pill, right? I mean, it's awful. And I've tried it all, right? I've done it all. Like I've, people always like, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you do that? But for the first time in 10 years, I've gotten down to basically just a tiny bit of a sleeping pill, which I know is subconscious, right? I just need to get past that one little hurdle. And a lot of it, and it's been breath work. It's been exercising. It's been, you know, changing everything as a whole, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying sleep, you know, don't take a sleeping pill. Heck, I did. And I still do. And, you know, I may on occasion, but I, I even am like, I will toot my own horn. Like, I have like weaned myself off where most people are getting more, having to take more and more and I'm getting less and less and it's been great, but I do want to get in some breath work, learn some good breath work to do, you know, before bed and such, you know, I know you have many things (laughs) (laughs) and there's out there again, like I, Wim Hof, I got his app and I started doing his, but then I kind of fell off, you know? But so that being said, so what's your, because you hear so many different sequences and I know a lot of people probably do where you hear breathe into four, hold to four, out to four, breathe into four, hold to six, out to, like there's so many, right? Mm -hmm. So what would you tell, or what can you tell us and the listeners to just get started and what is your like easiest, simplest for that I'm in a panic state or whatever. You just need to breathe. You know, like I, in my mind, go to the four square is what I was taught because it's four, 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 and four. So I don't have to think. And I use that all the time. So what is your like, what would be your go-to for people? Well, if you're in a panic, often you're feeling out of control. So going to a controlled breath helps the system, right? Because the panic is... Yeah. And then, and then you Before square. I fly. And then you square. Yeah. Yeah. So when you first were asking the question, I was thinking, well, what's the real go-to? But then you entered the space of if I'm in a panic. And that isn't a real go-to. That's a that's a specific <laughs> one for right. yeah, I might have went too extreme with the panic, but just to like calm, calm it, you know. Yes. So what I would say is so your controlled breath is a great one for when you're in panic to control it. Right. But what I would say for anyone, whether they're in a moment of panic or not, is to go to what's called either it's called many things because it's a natural, most innate one. It goes. So this breath actually existed in your cells, in the makeup of your being, as your spine was forming in the womb before you actually took your first breath. So the breath matched that pattern. And that's where I would tell everyone, if anything, start there. Because what happens when you are being developed in the womb is that any toxin or trauma, little like moment, 
within your development, the, so the movement of the spine is like a wave. So it rocks. So you would feel the pelvis will, on the inhale, it will open back. And then on the exhale, will come down. Like, like you could just feel yourself like you're rocking in a wave, right? Like uh, that's why kids, when they're in a crib, it's like a slow rock. So in the womb, if, I don't know, your mom took a drag of a cigarette or got in a fight with someone or fell down the stairs or whatever, this fluid movement that that's, is part of your cerebral spinal fluid movement stopped for a split second and then it continued okay and so depending on the reactions or the life that you've been given in your development it could you had more stops than I don't know than you needed (laughs) like maybe that your soul really wanted you know or your body really could have dealt with you know and so you you might have gotten completely away from that fluid and that movement. And so what I would say to everyone is to get back into that fluid and that movement. And so you could take five minutes a day. You can do it a minute. You could do it. Just do it. You know, it doesn't matter. And, and so to be breathing through the nose. So you fill up the lower portion of your belly. And even if you can't get there at first, it doesn't matter. You're, you're tuning into your spine. So you'll feel your spine, like your pelvis come forward when you inhale and then it'll trickle up your spine and then your spine will want to pull up naturally. And then when you exhale, the reverse will happen. It'll let go and your pelvis will curl under, right? So you could start with an exaggeration and you can just let your body and your breath sink, right? They'll naturally find their flow and they'll naturally start to work together. At first, you know, you might feel like you're forcing it a little bit, but eventually you'll get that. And then what you can do while you're talking with someone, very subtly, you can be doing that motion and no one will know. (laughs) And you will be stimulating your life stream flow. Who doesn't want to flow perfectly? I know I do. Yeah. So you imagine a, a space of anxiety doesn't have that flow, right? But no. but to get yourself from anxiety to flow, you might need a couple steps in between. Mm-hmm. And and that would be the first would be maybe find a control. You know, maybe maybe it's whether it's four or six, two, but it's just some kind of a control. Yeah. Right? The rhythm it, get it rhythmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then once the rhythm's there, then you can seep into a flow. And then I just took a big inhale. (laughs) Yeah. And when you, when you start to play with the concept of breath work and dive into it and have fun with it, you realize that the breath is mirroring life and you're mirroring breath. And so it's really the gateway to the experience. So for example, if, If you're in an environment and you're feeling claustrophobic, you know, there's a lot of energy. Talk to me. I think that happens to all of us, right? Right. You're feeling claustrophobic and what's happening inside. So you might tighten Mm -hmm. and feel claustrophobic inside. And now 
you either remove yourself or you'd stay there for a period of time and deal with the situation very tight and tense, right? And we spoke about shaking before getting on this call. Here, your body now just went into this protective space. And when and how do you get out of it? If you don't think like a breath worker, you don't think to use your breath to get out of it. You think, I don't know, I'm exhausted and I need to go eat now, you know, but if you think of your nervous system, naturally animals, they would shake after they were in a, in a fight. They would shake after something happened. You even said your dog shakes when he wakes up, you know, like just to get the nervous system to unwind, right? And so if we don't take that moment, now you add that moment onto a next moment, onto a next moment, onto a next moment, and now you're blowing up or having trouble sleeping, and now it's chronic, right? And you have to unwind all that. You have to unpack all that. And so typically when people are doing breathwork sessions now, because they discovered breathwork, they're unwinding all that. Oh, and, yeah. and it could be from that moment when you're a kid and the adults around you feel unsafe and you're holding your breath, or it could be your boss just told you he was disappointed in you and your chest seized up because you felt bad, you know, like the unwinding of it. That's why you become, you see life through a breath worker's eyes because now you can get back your present moment. You can unwind those moments that you held your breath, those moments that you, your breath tightened, that you never released, that you never breathed through. And then you get yourself up to the present moment. And now you can do it instantaneously within the moment and now you've, your, your nervous system is freer, and which means your mind and the circulation and the nervous system to be able to perceive quick information and, and focus on things is firing properly, right? It's not like compartmentalized and blocked and trying to figure stuff out. Peeling <laughs> oh, back those onion layers, right? There's always a layer of, you know, I do a lot of healing throughout my journey in the past five years, especially. But, you know, I was just in a Reiki session last week and I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I had a thought and then I typically wanted to push it away. And I was like, no, let's be with it. Let it go, release it. And I was like, when I finished, I was like, there I am just still letting go, shedding. And it was like a childhood trauma that I don't, you know, I don't even know where, but it came up and it's like releasing it, releasing it. Cause I feel like so much, we hold that in, right? Just like you were saying. So when your boss or your friend or whoever, you hear that, oh, that, you know, it's disappointed. Oh, right. Get that heat mm-hmm. and that just, you know, makes you feel awful. So. Yeah. And that's why I do the combination of core belief and breath work because the identity could have formed, you personally could have formed as somebody who identified with wanting to please people. Mm-hmm. And so think about all the times you being, you making a decision in your mind, believing I just, yeah, I'm responsible for other people's happiness. You know, like you deciding this at five years old with your, your cause you made your mom happy or whatnot. Right. So you became that identity. So now how much did your breath respond to that identity? How many years has it been? And so I want to get to that system faster by re-engineering the belief system 
of I need to make people happy into, you know, I am happy and so are other people or whatever creates that unlimited belief in, in the body and in the mind. And then when you're operating now, oh, I see out my eyes and hear out my ears and feel my being is not, I'm not somebody who pleases people. I'm just me. I'm me. I'm here. And now you start living that way. And then we start sinking the breath to that pattern. And so after doing core belief and breath work, very shortly after that, you are experiencing yourself in another, a a very supported and complete self that is functioning way differently than it was when you identified with yourself as pleasing somebody or, or nobody likes me or I'm an idiot or I'm, you know, all the, all the ways that if you subtly listen to somebody say their I am's, those are all their identity beliefs. And so when you can re-engineer those, the breath can now free itself up and you'll have less and less moments of caring about other people's validation, which will stop you from feeling unsafe around them when you did something wrong. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so true though. Because typically your I am's, if you ask someone, what are your I am? You're going to go, I am fat. I am, you know, I'm not enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not smart enough. No one says I'm gorgeous. I'm loving. I'm kind. And even the, even the deepest one, right? Like I just, I am. There's no, I am. That's all I am. (laughs) You know, and when you have that running through your nervous system and in your mind and your body, it's like, look how funny I am. I am. Uh, I'm doing this now. <laughs> I'm doing this now. Look at my I am. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And I am so thankful that I got you on here today. Oh, I know I've been wanting to have you on for a while, but you know, it's like, it all just like happened, you know, like last week, if you guys listened to me, I was in the hot seat. I was getting love coached with Tina and Tina is how I met Katie. So it all kind of just, I was, when I was preparing for this podcast today, I was like, huh? Oh, Oh, it all like comes for full circle. And you and I were talking about it when you just live present and pay attention to what the universe, whatever that higher power is that you believe is telling you that's, where the magic is and life is so magical, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, you're so beautiful inside and out. I love everything about you. I always want to get more and more and more and more from you. So tell everybody where they can find you. I think we've all, we've said it in here a lot, but tell everybody where they can find you on social media and Katie Mac Wellness, right? That's your website. Yep. KatieMacWellness.com. And Katie Mac Wellness on Instagram and Katie McIntyre on Facebook. Oh, yay. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for sharing the gift of breathing, right? And uh, and putting it out there and being you. I'm telling y'all, go follow her on Instagram. (laughs) Nicole, I just want to thank you. Everything that you are providing and sharing is really making a difference. And I'm sure, 
you know, it's trickling off into this planet in so many beautiful ways because you're so beautiful and you make such a difference. Your bright spirit is inspiring and just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being you. It's really magical. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you so much. And as always, you guys make it an awesome day and much, much love to everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day. <laughs>